Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's going on, people? Welcome to the post-game number crunch. As usual, I'm your host, Jake Painting, creator of the Howls and Growls Timberwolves newsletter, and this podcast is proudly brought to you by Canis Hoopers and SB Nation. If you'd like to subscribe to Howls and Growls, follow the link in the show notes or head to howlsandgrowls.substack.com to grab a free trial to the newsletter or even a $3 per month subscription. Every subscription really helps me, really helps this show really helps individual small journalism businesses and really helps you know me take this to another level this year and that's what I'm trying to do but today we are in deja vu deja vu all over again the Wolves lose to the Detroit Pistons for the second time in the past two weeks this time with a scoreline of 135-118 once again they have a first half lead chewed up and then spat out And once again, they give up a massive score to a Pistons team who have a bottom five offensive rating on the season. It all just felt a little bit the same and a little bit shit. Whether it was Kyle Anderson being ruled out pre-game, Anthony Edwards being ruled out mid-game, then mysteriously returning and being asked to play the entirety of the garbage minutes alongside the third stringers, or just the constant stream of bad defensive possessions and mind-bogglingly stodgy and ugly offense. It was just all a little bit shit. But these games can happen. They probably shouldn't, and this team doesn't have the wiggle room for these kinds of slip-ups. But they do happen. The problem is, for this team, for this iteration of the Minnesota Timberwolves, these kind of losses has have snowballed into a barrage of losses. And that's what the fear is with this game for me. So with that in mind, this episode's number is five, as in the five multi-game losing skids that this team has had this season. So let's take a quick break and we'll talk about that snowball effect a little bit more. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
So, as I mentioned before the break, the Wolves have had five multi-game losing streaks this season. Obviously, this game isn't a part of one as it stands. They are coming off four wins, obviously, and with a win or two in the next couple of games, we can chalk this one up as just one of those weird anomalies. But so far this season, Minnesota hasn't shown the ability to have anomalies. They have streaks, and those streaks really go both ways. Along with their five multi-game losing streaks, they also have five multi-game winning streaks. It's kind of who this team is at the moment. Compared to those five streaks, the the Wolves have had four one-game winning streaks and three one-game losing streaks. So more often than not, when they lose a game or when they win a game, they go on to win the next game or lose the next game, and it kind of snowballs from there in either direction. And it's been a while since we've even seen them have one of those one-game streaks. They haven't had a one-game losing skid since they beat the Indiana Pacers after losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder way back on December 4th, over a month ago, and I guess technically last year. So for me, that's a really worrying trend. We hear never too high and never too low a lot from NBA players and from players on this team, but the results and the history show that that isn't the case for these Wolves. They can reach the highs, and they can maintain that rage over a number of games. I mean, this recent four-game win streak was the third time this season they've won at least three games on the bounce. But they can also wallow in the lows. All five of their losing skids this season have been at least three games long. So when you're looking at this game, the hope is that it's just one of those nights where a young but talented team jumped a sleepwalking team and shot the lights out and and ultimately put things away in, as I said, more of an anomaly game. But the fact is that this Minnesota team would need to buck a legitimate trend if they are to fly home and beat Phoenix on Friday. And we're talking about a Phoenix team who have lost seven of their last eight games, will have no Chris Paul and no Devin Booker, It's not the full-strength Suns unit that has kind of beaten the Timberwolves up over the past couple of seasons. Minnesota will go into that game as the betting favorite, but their season-long trend kind of suggests that that might not be the case or might not be the smartest bet. And really, it really is a trend. We're now 42 games into this season. This isn't something that can be waved away as just one of those early season things. The evidence is mounting, and the evidence as it stands suggests that Minnesota will probably let this nightmare night against the tanking Detroit Pistons turn into a losing skid that lasts at least three games. Now, obviously, something that's something that can change very quickly, of course. They could win that game against Phoenix. Even while hosting a podcast called Number Crunch, I'm well aware that basketball isn't played on spreadsheets and past results. And if they do win that game, then we can very easily be talking about how the Wolves can now pull off one of these win streaks that we've seen them produce this season. But having such extreme volatility is fraught with danger if you are looking to be a non-play-in playoff team. And right now, that's the goal for this team. This game in Detroit was a perfect way to get themselves back to 500, which would still be underwhelming from what we expected before the season. And it was a chance to separate themselves from the playing pack just a little bit. But as we've seen before, and actually we kind of saw for the first 50 to 75% of last season, executing getting back to 500 and 
starting to get a winning record is a tall order for this team and a tall order for this franchise in general. Unfortunately, thanks to those losing skids that I've been harping on about, the Wolves just don't have the margin for error that we'd all like to see them have. They don't have room for losses against really bad teams, and they certainly don't have room for another big losing skid. Say, hypothetically, that they turn around and let this game kick off a streak that sees them lose to the Suns, the Cavs, the Jazz, and the Nuggets, their next four opponents. All of which are very dangerous opponents who could wax the Wolves if they don't show up. Then all of a sudden, this season is starting to become a real dumpster fire, and there won't be much time to extinguish that dumpster fire. But, on the other hand, if they peel off a couple of wins and head into two games against the Houston Rockets and one against the Toronto Raptors, then all of a sudden there's a real window for separation. It's a really volatile situation, man, for a really volatile team. And I do think that this next five to ten games will decide the direction that this team is going to go in. Even if there's still a bunch of games left after that, and there's still Carlton Towns to return, they are really in a balancing act right now. And I think if they go two and eight in the next ten games, then the season's over. If they go seven and three in the next ten games, then they might be the fifth seed. So it's a really, really important time right now. And the history suggests that Minnesota are likely to let this game kind of destroy their confidence and snowball into a couple of losses. But we really need to see them buck that trend if they want to be a playoff team and maybe even if they want to be a play-in team. But as fans, we will be here through all of the volatility. We have seen it a lot worse than it is right now and we've seen it a lot better than it is right now. But this team is just one of those teams that is really up and down. It's a roller coaster all season long. And we're just hoping that at some point that roller coaster kind of plateaus in a good direction for Minnesota rather than plateauing into multiple losses or streaks of losses that kind of go on for longer than even the ones that we've seen so far. I'll be here to discuss all of that volatility. I hope you will remain here to listen to all of the volatility. I know I've been away on holidays in Italy recently, so I hope that the production of this podcast kind of didn't fall off a cliff because I was dealing with some spotty Wi-Fi's and some different elements to do a podcast in. But I'm back now and I'm hoping that in the future for this 2023, the year, we can really start to pump this podcast up a bit and hopefully get some more guests on and do a few more long-form podcasts. But I really appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate everybody supporting through the whole of 2022. My life has really been changed by not only the podcast, but especially by House and Drowse as well. So again, a shout out to that. If you want to go over there, again, check the show notes. Go to houseandrowse.substack.com. Check it out. I really think I've been putting out some content that is unique to Timberwolves world and, and really different to what everyone else does. And that's what I'm trying to do. So yeah, I, I'm really rambling on just to say thank you for 2022. Hopefully the Timberwolves will be a little bit of a better version of themselves in 2023. And we can all sit back and enjoy it and have a few more podcasts that are a little bit more positive than this one. So I will be here to discuss it. As I said, hope you will be too.